This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry, bringing to you the Short Talk Bulletin, published by the Masonic Service Association of North America every month since 1923. This, the Short Talk Bulletin podcast, is produced in cooperation with the MSA and is made possible with the generous support of a grant from the Grand Lodge AFNAM of Minnesota. This is Pete Cutler bringing you Volume 93, Number 8, August 2015. Where Have All the Past Masters Gone? By Edward D. Potter, Jr. A recent worshipful master used the illustration of standing on the shoulders of masters who had gone before him. He spoke of dedicated brothers that served as models, mentors, and guides to walk with him during his year in the East and beyond. He felt the weight of the collar of leadership. Within the Lodge, his year was considered very successful. But within a momentary flash, he was a past master. He asks himself, so what now? He sees the next new master struggling and thinks, well, at least he is paying his dues just like I did. No one offered me any insight to maintain the tenets or continuity for the good of the lodge. Past masters can provide invaluable support to all who they previously challenged at their stated meetings, conferred degrees upon, and strove to provide educational and transformational programs. Looking at a past master's pyramid, designed to provide support for the incoming new officers in any line, indicates that this pyramid, when coupled with past masters and new officers, can provide the necessary support really needed as long as the past masters are active and the new officers receptive. On the surface, one might say that the key to this support is having all the progressive officer chairs filled with competent brothers. That was easy enough to say in the post-World War II era, but today these chairs may or may not be filled with brothers who are willing and interested in moving to the East. There is an assumption that if one is shown what to do several times, everything will be okay in the ritual, business of the lodge, funeral services, etc. We all know that it takes much more than this. It takes lots of practice with all officers participating. Elected and appointed officers need a guiding hand, both collectively and individually. Each individual officer's chair should have an active chair mentor, a position that could be filled by a past master. The past masters would not only provide expertise in dialogue, floor work, and duties, but also could form a bond with officers and possibly renew their own commitment to the lodge. One past master of a lodge was witnessed focusing on a newly raised Master Mason who was sitting in the perseverance chair 
for the first time. His lips moved as the pursuivant spoke, and the gray head nodded as the young man moved. The occasional frown was the past master's awareness of something not right. After the pursuivant informed the tyler that the lodge was closed and the meeting ended, up sprang this past master with hand extended toward his charge and congratulated him on a job well done, followed by some well-phrased corrections to improve the ritual for the next stated meeting. The chair mentor is one who keeps abreast of ritual changes and officer requirements of the Grand Lodge by attending the School of Instruction and Lodge Practices. In the unfortunate incidents of an officer deciding not to continue in the progressive chairs, an active past master can step in and keep the line strong and moving east. Decisions should be framed by first asking whether it will benefit the Lodge and the Brethren. The natural officer progression allows a brother time to acclimate to ritual, business, degrees, and his fellow officers. With this new role of the chair mentor, jumping would become rare because the past master would provide the type of leadership to help guide his charge's movement through the officer's chairs. Our past masters are one of the greatest resources a lodge can have. You don't have to ask about their loyalty and a desire to see the lodge prosper. They went through the chairs and answered the call to the east. Many past masters have died. Father time is weighing others down, and the four winds have scattered others. But within your lodge is a core of past masters. The call from the lodge is being sent forth again. Come, past masters, help us by lending your time and talents in reviving the lodge to become a lodge men will want to join. Your participation will help put the muscle into an already flexed arm poised to support the lodge by providing, first, better ritual, second, retention of officers in their chairs, third, increased membership, fourth, continuity through planning, and fifth, coordination of actions. From the lodge room full of brothers in the 1950s and 1960s, with a line of brethren waiting to start in the chairs and move into the east, to the lodge room today, with more empty chairs on the sidelines than filled with members, and officer chairs all too often not filled, the lodge room can look a little anemic. We need our past masters to provide the leadership and oversee the structure of the officer line as never before. Brother, can you lend a helping hand? This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry. And this has been the Short Talk Bulletin Podcast, produced in cooperation with the Masonic Service Association of North America for the purpose of providing a common stock of vetted Masonic information to all of the constituent lodges of all of the member jurisdictions and is made possible through a generous grant from the Grand Lodge AF&AM of Minnesota 
who have been engaging and inspiring good men who believe in a supreme being to live according to the Masonic tenets of brotherhood.